Right on. So, uh, yeah, apologies up front this morning. Because this is not necessarily your Happy Mother's Day graduation Sunday sermon. So, it's not my fault. It's what the Lord brought. And, uh, you know, I'm just the vessel. I'm just the vessel. Oh, it's wonderful. And, uh, yeah, it's not my... I didn't, uh, I didn't do it. So, uh, yeah, so disclaimer there. Although fitting, uh, although fitting as we've all been delivered from the belly of our mothers uh, before, uh, so who may or may not have appeared whale-like in the form. And so happy Mother's Day to you all. So, but that's it. That's all that there is. That's all that there is. That's all that there is. There's no other crossover. There's no other, there's no other crossover. Uh, instead, today we're venturing in the deep, deep waters, looking for a great fish story. We're in the book of Jonah. Stop, stop it. Stop it. We're not going to make it for the kids, you know. So, uh, Jonah's a fascinating story. You're probably pretty familiar with it. Uh, it's one of those Old Testament, sort of almost parable-like stories, and uh, I even translated it myself back in my prime, but um, it's, uh, there's, there's so much going on there. Uh, we're not going to dissect the whole fish today, but uh, it's a story that most of you guys are pretty familiar with, right? And so Jonah, God's prophet, he gets instructions to go preach against this wicked city called Nineveh, right? If you know anything about Nineveh, it was kind of a bad place. Lots of bad things happened. Uh, um, we don't have to get into it all. And so jo- Jonah, Jonah knew this sort of dangerous mission, uh, what it would mean for him to take this call. So Jonah, um, seemingly frightened, uh, flees, right? He gets on a ship and he goes to Tarshish, which the text keeps reminding us of. Look at somebody this morning and say, Tarshish. Just for fun, just for fun. Very important, very important. And uh, so it's actually going the the complete opposite way from Nineveh. Uh, So, complete opposite way. And it says there's a violent wind, and there's a violent storm, and it gets worse, and it gets worse. And somehow, right, we fast forward a little bit, somehow we get to verse 15, where... They picked Jonah up and threw him into the sea. And the sea ceased from its raging. There are occasional moments in life where you just have to stop and ask yourself, you know what I'm saying? Like, how did I get here? Uh, you, know, you know the moment in the, in the sitcom where there's this like opening scene and they freeze it and then they rewind the whole episode, you know, so you can, or they rewind so you can see like how the character got here. This is like that moment, like, get ready, you're going for a swim, brother. You know, they're tossing him, you know, just freeze frame. It's like, how did I get here? You know what I'm talking about? You ever been in one of those moments in life? It's like, man, just, it, it just got, it just got real dark. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? just happened. All of a sudden, it's upside down. I mean, one moment, Jonah's home. He's on his couch. He's watching the Queen's Gambit. 
right? Next moment, bam, right? Belly of a whale. Like, what happened? How did this change, right? Yesterday seemed so normal, but today things seem different somehow. Things seem harder. Things seem a bit more of a struggle. Things seem a little bit darker. Have you ever been there this morning? Somewhere between where you were and where you were supposed to be going, you arrived here in this dark place, in this stuck feeling moment. And looking back, it's, it's hard to say how exactly you got here. Reflecting upon your life, you're laying in your bed, you're replaying the last six months or the last six weeks or the last six days in your head. Are you with me? But this is not the place that you thought you're going to end up down in the belly of despair. So this last Monday, Emily and I, we did it. We got our second vaccine. Any visors in the house? Any visors? Couple of us, couple of us. <laughs> Get out of here, Modernos. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, <laughs> we lost one. <laughs> uh, that's how churches split. Uh, so, yeah, and it affects everyone differently. But let me just tell you, you know, I mean, it, it was pretty great at first, right? It's like having Bill Gates in your soul. You know, you're feeling pretty good. Uh, but that quickly faded. That quickly faded. And that night bedtime came and let me tell you guys people say this as like a saying about their lives but this actually happened to me one of the worst nights of my life or in the top five like and i know it affects everyone differently and you should get your vaccine and all but like man glory like you've been there you know what i'm saying like you're just you're you're freezing you're shaking uncontrollably 30 minutes later, you're, you're hot, you're sweating. I sweat for the next like 36 hours, just sweat, you know? And it was just, I didn't sleep at all. It, it was just, it was, it was very miserable, right? Everyone's response is a little different, right? But mine was dark, you know? It was like, it was, oh man, it was just, it, it was really bad, you know? And, and I got to this point in the middle of the night and I'm just like, well, this is the end, you know? You just... <laughs> And it's, and it's dark, you're like, I don't know what time it is, it's been night for days. And you just, you just get your cover and you're just pulling them over your head, we're like, Emily will just find me here in the morning, <laughs> dead, you know. And that was just like, I was like, okay, well, right? Just, uh, there it is, belly of the well. Belly of the whale, the well. Yeah, you know, and the funny thing about it, as I'm stewing in the middle of the night, is it almost also felt like this sort of physical metaphor for some of the other trials I've been going through lately. Almost like, a, almost like an embodiment of the struggle, you know what I mean? You ever had those? It's like a, like a physical marker of all the other dark and tough moments uh, right, right here in the, in the middle of the night in the belly of the whale, down, 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 which is actually what the text says, right? He goes down to Joppa and down into the ship 
and down into the sea. Right? This is what happens. You have to remember, for the ancient Hebrews, this wasn't just like a, this wasn't just like a, a submarine cruise ship. This wasn't like an episode of Octonauts, right? But this, they actually viewed way down in the ocean, this was Sheol, right? This is what they call the abode of the dead. This is where the dead was, right? This is where Jonah went down, down, down. I was recently reading a reflection from our... Uh, Millennial patron saint, Father Richard Rohr, and he was reflecting on the life of the Zen Buddhist monk, Plum Anshin Thomas. And if you know anything about the story, you read the reflection, maybe. Um, so, Plum, this, this monk, uh, he was a, uh, he had a lot of trauma from being a veteran uh, of Vietnam in combat. And he says this, he says, I want to read this to you guys. It says, I suffer from a disturbed sleep pattern that has been part of my life since a nighttime attack in Vietnam in 1967. Since that time, I haven't slept for more than two consecutive hours in any one night. My sleeplessness became a central symbol of my not-all-rightness, of my deepest fears that I would never be alright. Part of the reason I had difficulty sleeping was because of my night terrors. The sounds of artillery that isn't there firing in the distance. Of helicopters on assault. That special look of everything illuminated by artificial light. The sound of small arms fire, of the wounded screaming for a medic. For me, this is what rises up out of the silence that is special tonight. So I hate the sun going down. I fought and struggled with my inability to sleep. And the more I fought, the more difficult the nights became. So I turned to alcohol and drugs for relief, but my suffering just got worse. He goes on to say, Some years after getting sober, I was standing at the kitchen window in my cottage washing dishes. And above the sink was a window through which I could see a row of 50-foot-tall pine trees that lined the driveway. And that day, as I did the dishes, I was watching a squirrel, busy doing whatever the squirrels do. And when I had a powerful experience, a voice inside me, the voice of awareness, said to me, you can't sleep. So now what? I began to laugh. It was a moment of complete acceptance. I finally understood that I just was how I was. To resist, to fight, to attempt to alter the essential nature of my life was in fact making matters worse. And now I understood that I simply needed to learn how to live with the reality of who I was. In this moment, I discovered that it was here, in the midst of suffering and confusion, that healing and transformation can take place if I can stop trying to escape. Man, that's some something in there. Let me reread that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
the voice of awareness. She can't sleep, huh? Now what? <laughs> so, now what? You're stuck here. If I could just stop trying to escape. Isn't that fascinating? He says, in his acceptance of who he was, the brokenness, all of it, that he somehow found his way forward, found his healing. But the Lord provided a large fish to swallow up Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. You see, Jonah thought that this great fish was his end. He thought that this great fish was his death, that it was over, swallowed, darkness, ended. But you and I know this morning that that great fish, that was Jonah's deliverance. Under those covers on Monday night, I thought it was over, right? But you and I know that that vaccine, are you with me? It's my deliverance. It's for my healing. You just have to put your Pfizer's on to see it. No. I'm just seeing if you guys are awake. Seeing if you guys are awake. Stop it! Stop it! I'm a dad. Father's Day is coming. So I was on, so I couldn't see what you did. Oh, yeah. What struggle? What struggle this morning? Where's the fight for you? Within, without? What have you spent countless hours today wrestling with? Isn't it amazing how much time we spend trying to alter all the sufferings and all the dyings of life, all the things we don't want about who or where we are, rather than in awareness choosing to meet God there? Jonah prays, he says, I called to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and all your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I look again upon your holy temple? The waters closed in over me. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you brought me up. My life from the pit. Oh Lord, my God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord. And my prayer came to you and to your holy temple. Those who worship vain idols forsake their true loyalty. But I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will pay. Deliverance belongs to Yahweh. How might, this morning, how might we do some real graduating? To face our own sorrows and our own wounds. Instead of spending our lives projecting them out into the world. Projecting these dark corners out into the world. 
Today, today, you can stop wanting some other life. Today, you can stop wanting some other reality that is not your own. You can stop wanting some other past. You can stop fighting against the truth that is yourself. But what would it mean to stop struggling against your own life, but instead receive the liberation that comes with being fully present in it with God? You see, this one time, this one time, the scribes and the Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. But Jesus answered them, An evil and adulterous generation asked for a sign, but no sign will be given except the sign of Jonah the prophet. For just as Jonah was in three days and three nights in the belly of the sea monster, so for three days and three nights the Son of Man will be in the heart of the earth. It's pretty far down there. The people of Nineveh will rise up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it because they repented at the proclamation of Jonah and see something greater than Jonah's here. Are you with me? The only sign we're getting here is the sign of Jonah. The mark and remembrance of the pattern of the entire universe. The life and the death and the resurrection of the whole thing. The life and the death and the rebirth of Jesus Christ reminds us of our own story and our own life and our own pattern of the continual birth and death and new life that is this whole thing and our whole experience this morning. Death and suffering will always be the moments that you and I have to face. This will always be part of our story, right? We will always find ourselves at some place that feels like the end in which we will be pulling the covers over our heads. This is it. It got me. Right? But these moments this morning, these moments are simply the doorways, if we will allow them to be. These moments are simply the doorways for us to enter into that new chapter, into that new place, into that new resurrection, and that new rebirth this morning. And so the question for us is, what's next? What's next for us this morning? What's next for you? In Jonah's holy acceptance, he found himself spit out onto dry land, didn't he? To fulfill this call. In which it took a, it took a turn. It took a turn. He went from going to preach against this evil, wicked place that's done so much harm and so much evil to his people. And now suddenly, he's got to find a way to be for this people. And honestly, that's how the book ends. We, we don't know what happened. Did he figure that out? Because God is just that gracious. What happens next for you this morning? We've each been given a gift. Our own life, your own reality, your own adventure, your own journey. So may you breathe it this morning. May you receive it this morning. And may you know that even when you're in the belly of the beast, that it is but a vessel for your deliverance.
Let's pray. Lord God, here we are this morning, dipping our toes into this text, remembering you as God our Father and yet God our Mother and who we are created to be. Lord, and as our children enter this morning, we are reminded that we are all your children and that you are here once again, delivering us into new life. In your name we pray. Amen.